Introducing Carvana Value Tracker, where you can track your car's value over time and learn what's driving it. It might make you excited. Whoa, didn't know my car was valued this high. It might make you nervous. Uh-oh, market's flooded. My car's value just dipped 2.3%. It might make you optimistic. Our low mileage is paying off. Our value's up. And it might make you realistic. Hmm, car prices haven't gone up in a couple weeks. Maybe it's time to sell. But it will definitely make you an expert on your car's value. Carvana Value Tracker. Visit Carvana.com to start tracking your car's value today. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The makers of Instant Chase and Sanborn Coffee present the Charlie McCarthy Show. Just put a little instant chase and sandborn in the cup, add hot water, and stir. There's your instant chase and sandborn success. Rich, full-bodied, heartwarming. And then with instant chase and sandborn, there's no cleanup bother, no pot to wash, no grounds to get rid of. It's only about a penny a cup. Get a jar or two tomorrow. And here are Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. <laughs> Yes, well, Charlie, Christmas will soon be here, and already there's a feeling of good fellowship in the air. Yes, yes, there is. Uh All right. Yes, the spirit of giving and receiving. Bergen, are you giving? Oh, yes, indeed, I am. Well, I'm receiving. You are. (laughs) How about a raise? Oh, no. A raise? Yeah. I would like a green Christmas. A green, yeah. Sort of a currency green. I see. But, Charlie, you know, Charlie, so often having more money means misery. It does, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, just put me down for a slice of more misery, will you? <laughs> I tell you, Bergen, it's come to a point where it's either more dough or else. Or else? Yes, or else. Or else what? Or else? You can hang a vacant sign on your knee. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you mean that you're quitting? Yes, I'm on strike. On strike? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, going on strike so close to Christmas, huh? that seems very foolish. Well, I know. You remind me of the time that Santa Claus's reindeer went on strike. Have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't. I've been spared so far. Well... <laughs> Now. Yeah, yeah. It's the story of a disgruntled reindeer. Now, there's a long version and there's a short version. Which one would you like? Uh, the silent version. <laughs> I won't get that one. No, no. I'll tell you the short one. It was the night before Christmas and Santa Claus loaded his sled with toys and was ready to hitch up the reindeer. But the reindeer refused to go. So they called a strike meeting and the reindeer presented their demands to Santa Claus. Oh, it was an awful... Time. 
come, come, come. Silence, silence now. Now, Santa Claus can't hear a thing you say if you reindeer talk all the time and all at once. <laughs> He's Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, tell me, tell me now, what are your complaints, reindeer? Yes, Blitzen, you have your hoof up. What is it? Well, I think we reindeer should have one night off a year. That's right. Yeah, I think so. All right, all right. Uh, what night? Christmas Eve. Oh. <laughs> now, wait a minute. And another thing. When we're going downhill, why can't we reindeer ride in a sled with you? Yeah, and speaking of sleds, we demand fog lights on the sleigh. And for Los Angeles, smog lights. <laughs> and another thing, Santa. What is it, Dasher? We demand fighter escort while going over to Russian Cuspidor. <laughs> now, 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 my little reindeer, you become mighty unreasonable with your old Santa. Remember, you can all be replaced by an airplane. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, and you can be replaced by an actor. Ho, ho, ho. Remember, Santa, we're eight reindeer strong and highly disorganized. Yes. I say, old boy, I'd like to make a motion. Well, what kind of a motion, Blitzen? Oh, any kind. I'm just tired of sitting here motionless. Order, 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 order. Santa, hmm? I demand that you get rid of those infernal sleigh bells. Mm-hmm. They keep ringing in my ears all the time, and it's horrible. Bells, bells, bells are driving me mad, you hear? Mad, mad! What on earth is the matter with you, Prancer? I've been taking dramatic lessons. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I don't see why you reindeer take this attitude. Haven't I always been fair? I try to be big. Well, that's the trouble. You're too big. You're too heavy to lug around in the sleigh. Yeah, you weren't that fat when we started working for you. <laughs> well, me, maybe I have gained a little in the interim. You gained a lot in the outer rim, too. <laughs> <laughs> but really, Reindeer, I'm, I'm trying to watch my stomach. Well, that shouldn't be hard. <laughs> Wherever you look, there it is. <laughs> a strike vote. All those not in favor of working like horses say nay. Well, reindeer, if your minds are made up, I guess old Santa Claus will have to try and get along without you. I, well, I know. I can pick up a used hot rod. I well, can no, do that, no, yes. No. Wait a minute, Santa. Maybe we want to talk this over a little yeah, more. What do you say, fellas? Keep it quiet. Uh, friends, uh, I'm Russell Twing, and I'm looking for Mr. Uh, S. Claus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, he's a well-known uh, philanthropist. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm Santa Claus, and what brings you here? Well, do you mind if I step inside? Oh, surely, come here. Yes, it's so cold, and I- I'm just so aggravated. I- I'm fit to be tied, mm. and I don't mean you'll tide either. Mm. <laughs> Did you have a cold trip coming up here? Oh, oh yes. heavens to Elizabeth. Oh, I was up to my, my gizzard in Blizzard, mm. and I came uh, 50 miles by dog sled, too. And the last ten by just plain dogs, and oh, they're just killing me something awful. And I'll tell you, friends, I, I walked and I walked until I'm just one big pain. Well, that's the impression you give me. <laughs> Very smart. One more a little remark out of you, uh, young reindeer, and I'll twist your little antlers. Uh, well, what brings you here, Mr. Twing? Well, I'm here. You uh, are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, and I want to take pictures of all you reindeer for our uh, ladies' magazine called uh, House uh, Good Housebroken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
goody. At last, we're getting publicity. Yeah. Yes, sure. We're going to have sure. our pictures taken, aren't we? Yeah. Be sure and photograph my best side, oh, won't yeah. you? Oh, don't you want your face in the picture? Now, let's see. <laughs> Uh, what kind of a film uh, should I use on you? Uh, let's see. I think you have a panchromatic, Pam. Nah, that's good. Well, is your film very sensitive? No, but I am. And just be careful what you say to me, too. Well, tell me, what kind of shutter do you use? Well, I don't use a shutter at all. You see, I use a Venetian blind. Oh, that's Because in the morning, the sun comes right... Oh, you mean my camera? Oh, come on, come on. Now, take our pictures, You do. see, Santa, somebody thinks we're important. Look at all the publicity they're going to give us. Yeah, and without any help from you, Santa. Now, now, just a moment, Dasher. Uh, it was Santa Claus who asked me to come up here and take your pictures. Did you, Santa, really? Well, why not? <laughs> I got to think of my partners, don't I? Good old Santa. Well, fellas, it looks like Santa rides again. Now, 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 just a moment, uh, uh, Santa Claus. Would you mind dropping off a gift uh, to Jane Russell? Jane Russell? Well, uh, gladly. Uh, what do you want me to bring her? Me. Goodbye, mm-hmm. I. Goodbye, I. Goodbye, I. Well, I guess we're off. All right, Dunder, Blitz, and Prancer, let's go. Greetings. Oh, well, uh, thanks, thanks. Uh, 
lo a lot of seasoning to you, too. Yeah. You seem to be in good spirits. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I guess you heard about me, haven't you? No. Why, well, no, what, ha what happened? I'm, uh, I'm getting married. Oh, yeah. Mortimer getting married? No. Yeah, uh, my, 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 my. Well, this is interesting. Yeah. Who, who are you marrying? No, um, you know, one of them female girls. Uh, <laughs> of the opposite sex. Of the opposite sex. Well, I, I just can't believe it, Mortimer. Yeah, it's true. Mortimer getting married. No, yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, I reckon we all got to go sometime. <laughs> what does this girlfriend of yours, what does she look like? Oh, she's uh, kind of rounded. Uh, yeah, sort of bulgy. <laughs> uh, sort of girl-shaped. Girl-shaped. <laughs> well, uh, how did you meet her, uh, Mortimer? Well, it was at a party, and I was just standing there under a chandelier... When all of a sudden the girl came over and flung her arms around me. She threw her arms around you. Well, I see. I guess she had a crunch on me. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, now, you know that's not so impossible. I think you have a certain rustic charm. Almost helped something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she likes the way you wear your clothes. Yeah, might be. I, I was wearing my new uh, pushover sweater. <laughs> You, uh, you sort of liked her arms around you? No, boy. When I left a whiff of that bay rum she was a-wearing, I was a goner. Yeah, I see. You whiffed a whiff. Yeah, I see. Uh, you mean she had perfume? <laughs> and you know what she did? What did she do? She kissed me. No. No! <laughs> well... And what did you do after she kissed you? I got down off the chandelier. <laughs> I've been so excited since the time I got my tongue froze to the pump handle. <laughs> so that's how the romance started. Yeah. When do you when do you when did you propose to her? I I uh, hmm? I say when did you propose to her? Well I I ain't proposed to her. You haven't? No. Well, aren't you engaged? Well, well, no. You're not? No. Well, then why are you considering marrying her? Well, she kissed me, didn't she? <laughs> yes, I know. Well? 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 <laughs> well, what? Mr. Bergen, us nerds ain't cads. Oh, <laughs> That doesn't mean anything. Let me explain what happened. You were standing under the chandelier, and there was mistletoe tied to it. The girl had a perfect right to come up and kiss you. She did? Well, of course. You probably weren't the first boy she kissed, and you most likely won't be the last. Hmm. I guess you're right. If she'll kiss me, she'll kiss anybody. <laughs> wonderful what the holiday season does to people, isn't it, Edgar? Well, most people care. Yes, I was just wondering how the Bickersons are going to enjoy their Christmas. Well, judging from the way they spent it last year, I imagine they'll be rather happy. What do you mean? Well, curiously enough, I ran into Bickerson shopping around for a present the other day, and he told me all about it. This should be interesting. 
It was last Christmas Eve. Blanche Pickerson was busy wrapping presents in the bedroom, while her husband, John, exhausted from the pre-holiday activity, put the finishing touches to the tree standing proudly in the kitchen, the only other room in the Bickerson's small apartment. John! John! Will you bring the scissors, please? John! What's he doing in there? Asleep on a ladder. <laughs> I better get him off of there. John! John! What's the matter, Blanche? What happened? Oh, you poor dear. Did you hurt yourself? No, no, no. I'm, I'm all right. I, I want to go to bed. Oh, John, you never even touched your dinner. Not a morsel of it. I don't like the looks of it, Blanche. Well, do you want me to warm it up for you? No. Just tell me what's on that big plate. Are you trying to be funny, John? I'm not trying to be funny, Blanche. What is it? You know very well I can only cook two things, liver and rice pudding. Well, which one is that? (laughs) How can you be so picky on Christmas Eve, John? Blanche, I just asked you a civil question, that's all. I didn't think it was liver because your liver always looks like rubber heels. (laughs) But that stuff looks more like scrambled eggs, so I thought it might be rice pudding. (laughs) Why don't you taste it and find out? I'm not hungry. That's why you're always tired, John. You don't eat enough. I eat plenty. What did you have for lunch today? Well, you ought to know. You packed it for me. And listen, Blanche, I'm getting sick of carrying my lunch to the office in paper sacks. Why can't I go to a restaurant like John, what are you talking about? I haven't fixed your lunch for two years. Oh, Blanche, every morning of my life I find my lunch wrapped in a brown paper bag on the side of the sink. Lunch? That's the garbage. (laughs) My Blanche. Aren't you going to finish the tree? I can do it in the morning. Don't be so crabby, John. We're not going to fight on Christmas Eve, no matter what happens. Now, remember, you promised. Okay. I'm not even going to get mad because you didn't send me a Christmas card. I did send you a Christmas card. It isn't necessary to make excuses or alibis, John. I'm going to forget it entirely. I don't have to make excuses. I did send you a Christmas card. I mailed it five days ago. Well, I hope you don't forget to send me one next year, either. Oh, what's the use? All right, so I didn't send you a card. That's all. Why didn't you admit it before? There was nothing to admit. I just said I didn't send it to end the argument, but I really sent it. What did it say on it? It said, Merry Christmas to my love. That could be anybody. Well, let me finish. It said, Merry Christmas to my love, my wife, my life, my turtle dove. Life with you is great, it seems. I love you more than pork and beans. (laughs) You're only adding insult to injury, John. Well, how do I know what it said? I can't remember what... What's that laying on top of the newspaper? There it is. There's my card. So it is. See, you didn't need to get excited after all. (laughs) Thank you, darling. It's a lovely card. Wear it in good health. (laughs) Well, let's open the presents and then go to sleep. Oh, all right. Gee, we haven't got very many this year, have we? Who's this from? That's from Leo Gooseby. It's amazing how you went to the one shaped like a bottle. Oh, is that what it is? Hope it's good stuff. Wow, it's not bad at all. John, that's shampoo. Shampoo? (laughs) That chiseler, two-bit Leo, and to think I threw out 39 cents on a tie for him. (laughs) What have you got there? It's another present for you, from your boss. No kidding. Let me have that. Gee, it's a big one, isn't it? What is it, John? 
A five-gallon can of lighter fluid. <laughs> That's fine. That's just what I need. Never heard of such presents. Here's one from Edith Gordon. I bet that's a dilly. Oh, Edith always sends something nice. Not expensive, but it usually comes in handy. Well, look at that. What is it? It's a polo score pad. Isn't that nice? <laughs> That'll sure come in handy, won't it? Honest Blanche, you've got the weirdest collection of friends. Is there anything else? Just our presents to each other. Why don't you look at what I got you first? Then you can show me what you got for me. Close your eyes. I'll unveil it. Well, all right. I hope you didn't spend too much, dear. I don't really want anything. Open your eyes. Blanche! Oh, Blanche, darling, it's beautiful. It's a dream. A portable bar with a brass rail. Kisses in order, John. A million kisses. Well, stop kissing the bar. I meant a kiss for me. I'm sorry, darling. It's just too good to be true. Oh, you're wonderful. Blanchett, uh, that must have cost a fortune. John, don't get angry. But I sold my fur coat. You sold your fur coat? I wanted you to have the bar, and I didn't have the money. You sold your coat. That beautiful fur coat that you bought yourself for my birthday. <laughs> that gorgeous bald mink. I got $70 for it. The bar cost 85 Oh, Blanche, you never should have sold that bald mink. It doesn't matter. I have a cloth coat and I never get cold. But you don't understand. Open the present I got for you. I can't wait, John. Oh, a muff. A fur muff. Genuine pluck skunk. <laughs> I had it made especially to match that coat. It can hold two full quarts. <laughs> and you sold the coat. Well, what's the difference, darling? Someday you'll make a lot of money, and then you'll be able to have a coat made to match them up. I'm very happy, John. I know, but... Uh... Oh, and you still have that gorgeous bar. It's just it. What's the matter? I sold all my bourbon to pay for the muff. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? What a break for both of us. I think it's wonderful, John. What do you mean, Blanche? I've never been so happy in my life. We both made a sacrifice, and that's worth more than all the gold and precious jewels in the world. Just to know that you gave up a prized possession is proof enough that you love me. I've always loved you, Blanche. I may holler and rant and act like a first-class crumb sometimes, but you never doubted that I loved you, did you? No, John. It's been seven years, honey. Most of it uphill. I haven't showered you with diamonds or bought any yachts, but I try not to deny you anything. I suppose you have your little faults. What woman hasn't? Or what man either, for that matter? We're both pretty sensitive people. Maybe that's why we beef so much. Still, I, I don't think we're any worse than any other married couple. At least we have a safety valve and we can let off steam. Some of the others carry it inside until the break comes. Now, Blanche, I... I like it this way. 
And I love you more than anything on earth. John. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, now cut that out. I'll prove how much I love you. Where's that liver or rice pudding or whatever it is you made? It's liver. Well, I'll eat every bit of it if it kills me. Let's go. Merry Christmas, darling. Merry Christmas. Just about a year ago, I had the pleasure of introducing to our radio audience a young man with a thrilling tenor voice. He's here with us again tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to meet Mario Lanza. Thank you, Edgar. Mario, I hear many nice things have happened to you since our last meeting. Well, yes, uh, Edgar, MGM has signed me to a seven-year contract, and I'm working in a musical entitled Midnight Kiss. Well, that's wonderful, Mario. Well, I have very much to be grateful for, Edgar. Well, perhaps feeling as you do accounts for your inspired singing. You know gratitude is a wonderful thing. At this time of the year, when the spirit of Christmas is in the hearts and minds of men, we should all count our blessings and be grateful for each one. And most of all, let us not forget to be thankful that into this world was born the Prince of Peace. For it was he who, in administering unto all, asked not in return save gratitude to his Father in heaven. The eternal expression of this gratitude is found in the immortal words of the Lord's Prayer, which Mario Lanza sings for us now.
Thank you, Mario Lanza. And ladies and gentlemen and listeners everywhere, a big economy size Merry Christmas from yours truly, Edgar Bergen. And a trial size from yours truly, Charlie McCarthy. Good night, everyone. During the holidays, your coffee should be extra good. Yes, this week is the perfect time to discover the new Chasen Sanborn instant coffee product. It's delicious and fast. You make it right in the cup. This is Ken Carpenter speaking to you from Hollywood. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. During the Jeep Wrap-Up of Year sales event, give yourself the gift of freedom with a wide selection of great offers on your favorite Jeep Ram vehicles. Now well-qualified lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2024 Jeep Wrangler Sport S 4xe for $379 a month for 36 months with $5,549 due at signing. Tax, title, license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution and lease through Stellantis Financial. Extra charge for miles over 30000 Includes 7500 EV cap cost reduction. Not all customers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 1-2. Jeep is a registered trademark.